the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is another episode of The Boys of Tech, New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. This is episode 348 for the week commencing Monday the 7th of September 2015. My name is Edwin Herman. It's great to have you along with us. Kicking off this episode with the new Google logo. Now, you've I'm sure, unless you've been living under a rock, I'm sure you've noticed the new Google logo. And boy, did it get people talking. It's kind of strange because everyone seems to have an opinion on this logo. And it's almost like everyone seems that they have some sort of attachment and uh, to it and, and have an opinion that they have to share. But anyway, they've gone for a much more modern look. They've lost the serifs. Uh, first time, in fact... Uh, I'm just looking at the the logos throughout the years in 1998. It was a, a sort of a 3D as an embossed sort of thing, uh, serif font. And 1999, it was similar, but they added an exclamation mark and a drop shadow. And later the font became thinner, a, a sort of a lighter font, but still serifed and still with that 3D sort of embossed look with the drop shadow later in 2010 they dropped the drop shadow in 2013 they dropped the 3d embossed look but it was still a serifed font and today it's a sans serif font it's flat there's no drop shadow it's very modern and it's amazing how much a logo change by a a company can get people talking everyone's got an opinion some people are saying it looks great. Others are saying, oh, it's it's terrible. They shouldn't do it. And at the end of the day, who, who cares? It's Google's, <laughs> it's Google's logo. Who cares what the logo is? Except for the fact that I guess you could, you could argue that, well, we're kind of forced to see it because it's pretty much everywhere. It's hard to get away from Google. It's embedded in a lot of operating systems and devices and uh, people use the website it's it's everywhere right so yes okay I accept you have to look at this logo but for the people who who really don't like it I, I, I you're just gonna have to get over it personally I think it looks nice I think it looks modern it looks fresh the only thing I, I perhaps would have done and here we go uh, as I said everyone has an opinion I have one too the only thing I perhaps they could have done is I think they could have used an even lighter font thinner strokes I think it's you know everything like if you look at for example Windows Phone OS and iOS and a lot of modern websites everything is very thin and lightweight and the Google logo is still a little bit heavy I think uh, so I guess that's what I would have done maybe that's the next iteration there we go some free free suggestions for, for Google All right, what else? PayPal have released uh, a new service called PayPal Me, uh, the website for that. I'll explain what it is in a second, but the website is paypal.me. 
Now, you could be forgiven for thinking it's some dodgy uh, rip-off hosted in Montenegro, of course, because .me is the country code for Montenegro. That's their, their domain. But no, it is legit. It's PayPal. PayPal me is a way of, well, it's, I guess it's PayPal's solution to the problem of a mate of mine owes me some money and I'm having a little bit of trouble getting that money off that person. I need a nice, easy way of allowing them to transfer the money across and also act as a nice reminder as well. And that's what PayPal me is about. The idea is you register a, a name, a username effectively, and your URL becomes paypal.me slash your username. And all you need to do is send that URL to someone and they can easily make the payment they need to. You can even append the amount to, to the URL. So you can go like, for example, paypal.me slash your username slash 20. And that will automatically populate the the amount of the transaction with uh, 20 of whatever currency you're working in, 20 euros, 20 dollars, 20 pounds, etc. So that's kind of cool, I thought, because I know you can still receive money through PayPal without the service, but it's just not as easy. This is kind of, if you're like, already uh, pre-made. It's kind of canned, if you like. It's a canned solution, uh, particularly for the person who owes you the money and needs to make the payment. Send them this thing, uh, they just uh, punch in some details, and the the payment's done, the debt's wiped, if you like, and everyone's happy, as opposed to going through the standard PayPal route where you have to log into PayPal and do this and do that. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, a nice, easy way of doing it. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's not available in all countries. And being a New Zealand podcast, of course, I did look to see whether it was available in New Zealand. The answer is no, but they are adding many countries very fast they're trying to add as many countries as they can but it's going to take some time so it's not available in New Zealand yet but it is available in about how many countries were there there were a few listed there I forget how many but there were a good number so there you go PayPal me and by the way a quick tip if you think you might use this and even perhaps even if you don't think you're likely to use it because you never know you may well end up using it at some point in the future why not go and reserve your username now before it gets taken. So if there's a a handle that you like to use, why don't you go and reserve that at paypal.me before it's too late. All right, so that's PayPal. Final story, uh, just a a quick update on the... you, You may recall from a few episodes ago, we covered a story about some guys who hacked the Chrysler vehicles... I think well, I think it was that, well, or was it one particular Chrysler vehicle? But the vulnerability exists in all in all Chryslers. These guys now work at Uber. They've been hired by the company at Uber Advanced Technology Centre. So I think their their work just landed them that job. And by the way, that was some pretty good work indeed. The discovery of the vulnerability led to the recall of 1.4, almost 1.5 million Chrysler vehicles. Now, I know know you could sort of say, well, that's a bad thing, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing that, as I said, I think I said this on the show, it's a good thing that they are finding these vulnerabilities, that people are discovering these security issues in a controlled environment before it's actually exploited by the bad guys. And I think discovery of the vulnerabilities has landed them the job at Uber or the jobs at Uber. Great stuff.
And that's episode 348. That's kind of all I had prepared. I do have a handful, a, a few interviews, uh, hoping to get some guests on the next few shows. It all seems to happen in a flurry. We haven't had guests for a, quite a while. And all of a sudden, there's a, kind of a, a queue of, <laughs> of guests that we're trying to schedule in to interview. So keep an eye on the RSS feed uh, and keep listening. All right, that's it. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to episode 348, and we'll see you uh, same time, same place for the next episode. Till then, goodbye. Goodbye.